Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, family, to another episode of Mr. Candid Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Mr. Candid. And as we get into tonight's topic of conversation, um, I know it's been, what, a little over two months since the last time I've done a show, uh, but I've been getting some things in my life in order. So I had to take pause for a minute, but I'm back, like I said. And on this episode, we're going to talk about men who suffer in silence. We know that when it comes to men, um, oftentimes, more oftentimes than not, especially in society, um, it's always about what a man can do for you. Um, and that's all that matters, whether it be work, whether it be family, whether it be relationships, when it comes to the kids, the main concern is as a man, what can you do for them? A lot of times it's taboo when a man talks about his needs, his standards, um, especially when it comes to intimate relationships, even when it comes to the workplace, uh, what a man will or will not take, you know, and at the end of the day, like I said, most people don't care about that. You know, all they care about is what can you do for me? Um, and that's, you know, that's the first point, you know, I don't care. Give me what I want. And, you know, like I said, when it comes to the emotional uh, stability of a man, um, everybody takes, 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 takes. But when it comes to giving uh, to that man to help him or to guide him when it comes to emotional stability, a lot of people don't care. A lot of people don't care at all. And I know in today's society, especially, you know, we talk about mental health issues, you know, and whatnot. But when it comes, like I said, when it comes to the stability mentally, emotionally, psychologically to a man, um, oftentimes, especially if you are a lone wolf, you don't have that pack to go to that pack of other men to go to and to voice your concerns, to voice, you know, what you think or how you may feel about a particular situation and allow them to give you uh, guidance, instruction and wisdom and knowledge pertaining to that situation, you know, and maybe help keep you balanced and on the right track, you know, and then when you come home, a lot of times you you hear men talk about how when they come home uh, from work, you know, from grinding, from their business, you know, they may have a chaotic day. But and then when they come home inside the home is chaotic. The children are run, running, running uh, uh rampant and everything. You know, the the wife or their significant other. You know, is, you know, did you do this? Did you forget about this? Can you do this? You know, well, this, that, boom, 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 boom. You know, and a lot of men are out here and they're struggling to come home to peace, you know. And when it comes to a man's mental state of mind, peace is so very important, you know, and you have a lot of men that are choosing for one, whatever reason or another, that they don't want a relationship. 
you know, because when they come home, it's peaceful. It's quiet. You know, they're able to unwind. They're able to let the day uh, wash off of their their back and relax their mind. You know, especially, you know, like I said, men, we go to war when it comes to work, when it comes to business, when it comes to entrepreneurship. Men go to war every single day. And when we come home, we don't want to come home to a battlefield. That is always important. I know some men, you know, they come home and, you know, they they may like the, like the chaos of the family. <laughs> and and, you know, that's, that's that's not a problem at all. You know, if that's what floats your boat, if that's what you enjoy, you know, uh, that's perfectly fine. Um, but others even coming home and it may not be peace. That's why a lot of men um, enjoy fishing. Uh, because being out on the water, being out on a pier, just taking your time, just relaxing. There's something about that piece of the water, just listening to the waves and listening to the sounds. You know, that is bar none in a lot of cases unobtainable. You know, or men go hunting, you know, men play sports because even though on the gridiron, you know, or if you play basketball, you know, even tennis, even in the frustrating of moments, there's a peace, you know, you're able to get whatever frustration and anger out um, without talking oftentimes, or you, you can trash talk, you know, in the field of play or whatever the case may be and still walk off and be cool with your opponent, you know, and even even have friendships. Like I said, that, 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 that first point, you know, and ask yourself, you know, men, even the ladies, you know, if there's a man in your life, you know, are you his peace? Because so many times today, social media hear from different individuals, you know, that a man should be a woman's peace. A man should be a woman's security, sense of security uh, when she's with him. But when he's with you, are you peaceful or are you chaotic? As a woman, do you enjoy chaos? Looking at your friends, looking at your family, are they chaotic? So you, he comes home to you and because you've been immersed in chaos everywhere you go, do you really know how to be peaceful? You always want to start an argument. If he says that he don't feel like doing something or that he's not going to do something, he doesn't want to do something and he's made up his mind and that is what it is. You know, are you combative? Are you argumentative about that thing? Or you just say, you know what? Okay, that's fine. It is what it is. And be okay with that. Or are you ready to start an argument with them? Then it's funny because when arguments are started with men and men understand that, okay, I need to get away from this situation to call my state of mind so that I don't say or do anything drastic. He leaves the house, you know, and, and because you might have abandonment issues as a woman, you take it as abandonment. Or do you say to yourself, you know what? Pfft. Right now, I understand that's what he needs. 
I know he's going to come back home. I know that he's just needs to clear his head because right now him being home, he's not at peace right now. You know, does he toss and turn in the middle of the night? You know, that's a, a firm indicator that he has a lot of things going on in his mind where he can't shut his mind off at night. You know, so when, like I said, when it comes to men, you know, earlier in this particular portion of this particular point, so many times no one cares what men want. As long as they get what they need out of men, that's all that matters to a lot of people. Even when it comes to the kids, when it comes to a man's partner or significant other or wife, oftentimes it doesn't matter. You know, and like I said, that point was, I don't care. Give me what I want. You know, and the second point that that I want to talk about is men who have a hard sell and the emotional and mental battle that they deal with on a constant basis. And I don't think a lot of people realize that that men who are hard and have a hard uh, shell. A lot of people just expect him to open up when they haven't earned that level of trust. It's just supposed to come automatically, especially in intimate relationships. You know, I hear and and understand, you know, this segment is not bashing women or discouraging women, disparaging women. This episode is uh, 100 percent discussing men's health. You know, and a lot of times, oftentimes, um, the, the person on the opposite end may be our woman, may be our significant other, may be our wife, you know, who's helping cause distress, distressful situations. And, and for the ladies out there, I pray that, you know, in listening to this, that you examine yourself to see if, you know, you are contributing to his stress, contributing to his mental anguish, to his spiritual anguish, to his psychological distress. You know, this this is for my, my ladies and my sisters to examine themselves. You know, and, and moving forward, one of the things that that we're going to be doing here, we're going to be having conversations specifically directed at men. You know, not just talking about what men don't do or what they should do, you know, but also uh, getting down to why some men are the way they are. And it's neither right nor wrong. It just is what it is. And the sooner we accept men for who they are, I think the sooner our relationships will become better, will become stronger, will be strengthened. You know, and we're going to be talking, you know, we're going to be breaking it down different segments as far as spirituality, psychological uh, uh, awareness for men. Because we've gone through things throughout our childhood, throughout our lives that, you know, like I stated earlier in the show, we may not have a tribe to talk to. And so we bottle it up, you know, and then. At the wrong times, at the wrong moments, we just explode. 
When it comes to, you know, the things that men deal with mentally and emotionally, um, even men who are hardcore, when I when I've spoken, I've spoken to some of the hardest of men, you know, and the things that they deal with. And when we talk about different situations that they've gone through, I can hear the pain in their heart, whether it was uh, um, an act of betrayal, whether it was someone that they love uh, that was disloyal. Men go through men go through, ladies. And I, I think that it's it's time that we acknowledge that not not to not to pamper a man. Men don't want to be pampered in the sense of, you know, we want to be coddled. We just want to be appreciated for what we are able to do, what we're capable of doing in the moments where you might feel that we should be doing more. We want to be encouraged. Finding someone, finding a, a partner, finding a, a, a significant other, finding a wife that is loyal to have someone covering your six, as, they, as, as it is said in the military, you know, and y'all walking back to back, covering all angles surrounding. Because like I said, you know, in, in discussing the first point, most people don't care when it comes to a man as long as they get what they want out of them. And so it, it you know, it ends up, a man ends up being beaten down, torn apart, discouraged, you know, things that he may want to do, whatever the case may be. But, you know, back to as far as the the hard shell of men who go through emotionally and mentally, you know, and this is why it's so important to have, uh, especially as a little boys having their father in their life and their mother in their life, because they should get some type of emotional stability from mom. But if mom is chaotic, you don't think that boy is going to grow up into a man and be chaotic? If pops is not there or if pops is wound up too tight, do you think that he's going to get confirmation from his father, whether he fails or succeed? Do you think that he's going to get guidance from his father if his father is not mentally and emotionally stable? Look, I'm here to tell y'all family that I can't say it enough. Men go through. Whether he talks to you about it or not, you should encourage him to find a tribe of men that he can talk to, that he can confide in. Good, bad, right, wrong or indifferent. And if he's going through something that you know that you can't help him in. Encourage him to talk to someone if he doesn't. Uh, if he doesn't feel or think that it's manly to go and seek psychiatric help, you got religious counseling. And like I said, you it, when you have men in your circle that that all they want to see you do is to succeed in all aspects of life. When it comes to the work environment, when it comes to your business, when it comes to family and they want to see you succeed, they're not going to point you in the wrong direction. They may give you wisdom advice and that you may not agree with, and that's fine. But the simple fact of the matter is, can you talk to them? Regardless of regardless of if you believe that you are at your lowest point in your life, can you go and can you confide in those men 
and get encouragement, get wisdom and get knowledge. When I'm stuck, you know, I have a core group of men that I can go and talk to. And most importantly, I am so grateful that I can pick up the phone and call my pops and speak to him. You know, hey, dad, how you doing? You know, I was just thinking about this, you know, or I had spoke to my brothers and, you know, this, that and the third. And, you know, he gives me his wisdom and I accept it in. And like I said, whether I agree or disagree or not, everything that comes out of my father's mouth, I take heed to it. And whether I may do what he encouraged or what he suggested me to do in that moment, I promise you those 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 wisdom, those nuggets of wisdom and those words of counseling plays over and over in my head. The same way with my brother and me and my brother, when we talk, man, like y'all, I've told y'all all all the time. Y'all think that we get candid on the show when me and my brother, brother and are together, like we are 100 percent candid, open book. Like we've discussed things and sit up there and be like, what? (laughs) Like family, I'm telling y'all, I'm thankful for my brother. I thank them that they keep me to task. They hold me accountable. If I say I'm going to do something, they hold me accountable to it. And just because I say that, well, uh, uh, this, that, and the other, they just don't take my word for it. They question why I didn't do it. But I'm telling y'all as, as men, It's extremely important to be able to confide in your brother and know that your brother is not sitting up here talking about your business all over the doggone city. That your brother is loyal to you, good, bad, right, wrong or indifferent. Men need loyalty. Men need loyal members in their circle from the home to the workspace, to his relationships with friends. And when, when I when I discuss, I don't use the word friend lightly. I have tons of associates. I have very few friends. And I call them friends because they done gone through hell and high water with me. They done seen me at the lowest point of my life. They've seen me at some of my highest moments in my life. And, and they they judge the situation, never judge me and, and, you know, walk through it with me. That's loyalty. And it helps me maintain balance. It helps me maintain a balanced state of mind. They help me maintain and keep my emotions in check and help me take my emotions out of different situations that it shouldn't be in. But I'm grateful for that, you know, and. You know, I ended up tying the the second and the third point together is, you know, as men, who do we talk to? We talk to our brother. We don't need to be putting, you know, all of our emotional baggage and our stress on the shoulders of our significant other, our wives, our women. We don't need to be doing that. That's what the men in our circle is for. It's what our fathers is for. That's what our uncles is for. That's what our brothers is for. Because I I promise you, having strong men in your life, having capable men in your life, if you do get too emotional in a situation, they're going to check you on it. They're going to pull you on the carpet about it. They're going to make sure that you maintain a logical state of mind through it all. And that's the beauty of having brethren around you. That's uh, the beauty of, uh, of having brothers, you know, in your family that you are close to. As a man, like I said, and to my ladies, Encourage your man, your man 
Encourage him to go out with his dudes. Stop trying to micromanage him. Putting more stress on him than he's already got on his shoulders. Trying to make sure that he provides for the house. Sacrificing himself to make sure that the home is taken care of. Like I said, so many people don't know what a man is going through. Because most men, most men who are going through some, going through some of the most and having some of the most stressful situations put upon them shoulders, their shoulders, they're walking around and they handling it so well. On the outside, they are. But because he doesn't say anything about it, in your mind, he's not going through anything. So you just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. The kids just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. And then when he gets to a breaking point or when he goes out and does something that is outside of his character, then instead of you trying to figure out what's going on and why and, you know, this and that. And then when he says that he couldn't come and talk to you, you know, you you, you turn it and you make it about you instead of being empathetic for him and trying to figure out why. Are you unapproachable? Unapproachable? Do you want to go to war with him because he says uh, he expresses himself why he believe that he can't come and talk to you and get any type of empathy from you? The next point, you know, it just falls right in line with the other two. The importance of men having loyal people in a circle, having loyal men and ladies, this, uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. It, it's going to be some women outside of you that might be more loyal to him than you are. And that's the sad and honest truth. And they don't want nothing from him. They truly want to see him succeed. They truly want to see him become the best version of himself. But because all you see and I'm, you know, and there are some women who see your good man that you don't appreciate and they trying to t they trying to get into your position. And there have been times where some women have may, may have taken your position because you didn't appreciate the man that you had in front of you. I, I've spoken with elder women and, and they've talked openly about past relationships. And that was one of the biggest things that they said. I didn't appreciate what he was capable of doing, what he was able to do in the in the moments all i cared about was more why are you not doing this why are you not doing that instead of appreciating him as the man that he is today while encouraging him to be the man that i know he can be and some of y'all right now some of y'all ladies right now y'all got a good man in your presence and even at this moment all you care about is what he's not doing because you're selfish you're egotistical you're not grateful for that man. You don't care about him. When you show concern for that man, when you're empathetic towards your man, when you encourage your man, when you respect your man, when you're loyal to your man, he's going to want the world for you. And whatever, whatever that may look like, whatever that may be, it may not be the lifestyle that you wished or hoped that you had. But what he does for you now is within his realm of capability. Are you appreciating that enthusiastically? Not appreciating it to the point where where you're manipulative about it. I'm going to encourage him because I want this. I'm going to encourage him. Or I'm going to push him to be better because I want this type of lifestyle. 
That is so important. So important. And to the ladies who are showing your man and giving all of that to your man without any expectation of reciprocity, but appreciating when he reciprocates it enthusiastically, y'all good women, the women who have stuck it out with your man through his lowest points and say and, and actually ask him, honestly ask him, is there anything that I can do better? Genuinely ask your man that and be receptive of whatever he says. He sees what you're he, he sees what you're capable of doing, just like you see his capabilities. He's covered you and your shortcomings and your downfalls. And you've done the same to him. Build upon that. Strengthen your relationship. And when he expresses what's on his mind, stop getting in your feelings and taking it personal. <laughs> <laughs> he's not intentionally trying to hurt you. It's just what he's been thinking about, you know. And so don't stop trying to be his friend and be his woman. He's got enough friends. He needs a woman. So many women out here trying to be their man's friend. Uh, um, you don't laugh. Uh, I hear too often you don't laugh with me like you do them. You know, you don't um, how you're different with them than you are with me. He should be. You're his woman. He should be different with you. When he out, when he with his boys. He's going to clown differently than he is when he with you. And that just comes with understanding it comes with conversation and understanding. And, and ladies, understand something. Being a rider, being loyal to your man. It's not always asking him what's going on. Sometimes, as I stated earlier, it's being peaceful. It's creating an atmosphere of peace. When he comes in the house, can he lay his head on your bosom? Can he lay his head on your lap and you rub his head and the, the, the chaos of the day washes away? Or does he come in the house and he makes an attempt to stay away from you? Because he doesn't want to talk. When he initially comes in the house, he doesn't want to talk. A lot of women get jealous and upset when he comes in the house and he plays with the kids. And y'all don't understand how peaceful that is. A man playing with his kids and giving energy with his kids and his kids jumping into his arms. And that is a peaceful moment. But y'all looking at it as, well, why don't he come in the house and play with me like that? Because you don't want to talk. He, he doesn't want to talk about what's going on with the house or with the bills. Or he doesn't want to talk about work when when he initially comes in the house. He's finding moments to where he can let all of that wash away. Create an atmosphere for your man to be able to find peace the moment he walks through that door. If you don't know how, learn how. And I'm I'm telling y'all this because it goes such a long way. A soft, energetic woman goes a long way. Goes a long way with us men, you know, and then I wrap up the show with this family, you know, still staying on task about men who suffer in silence. 
when it comes to when it comes to society, when it comes to the family, oftentimes it's difficult for a man to find uh, time to strengthen his spiritual belief system. Most men know they need it. They know that they need a spiritual connection to whatever name that you give your God. Men understand this. And men understand that it's difficult in a relationship or them having a family when they may be uh, working anywhere from eight to 12 to 14 hours a day. Then they come home to their family. Their family has needs. Things need to be done around the house. And there's no time for spiritual connection with the divine source, with almighty. Men need it. Men need to connect with nature and, and go and, and speak with the divine and, you know, once again, discuss what's going on in his mind, in his heart, in his head. Men need this. This is why peace is so important, because oftentimes women bring the sense of God into our lives. If he's not already connected to the divine and you are in, in any or some type of way, he experienced the divine through you, especially in the most difficult of moments when he doesn't know what to do. You know, as men, I asked y'all, when was the last time you prayed? When was the last time you meditated to all my fellas out there? Do you pray and, and meditate on a consistent basis? Whether it's one time a day, whether it's uh, three times a week, four times a week, do you do it consistently? And to, to me, you know, I, I'm not going to put a number on it. And I know some people would. Oh, you need to pray every day when you wake up or every night before you go to sleep or throughout the day. And unless that is a goal, a personal goal of yours. You seem like a failure if you're if you're not able to keep on task with the numbers that different people give you. I just encourage you to do it, whether it's 30 seconds a day. If that's where you start at prayer and or meditation, just get connected. Spiritual connection to me is extremely important. I feel I, I, I feel and I know when I'm off kilter, when I haven't meditated. And that's that's just me. But I feel when I'm unbalanced, because uh, uh, especially when things are in situations are happening one on top of another, it's easy to lose spiritual focus. Frustrating. You can be praying and meditating and then all of a sudden everything starts compounding on top of one another. And in your mind, uh, I'm speaking to the men and in, in your mind, you, you believe that it's not helping. It's not working. I've been there. This is how I can speak on it so fluently. I've been there. But have you ever asked yourself to what purpose, to what end? Because oftentimes when things uh, uh, start compounding on top of things and situations on top of situations, relationship, work, children, everything all of a sudden starts going chaotic. It might be it might just be to take you to elevate you to the next level or to create a deeper depth of character within yourself. Or 
or or it's letting you know that it is working. Because the test is not when you're praying and meditating and everything is going according to what you believe, uh, how it should be going. But the real test is, can you maintain that in the midst of all adversity? And it's okay. You might fail once. You might fail twice. You might fail a few times. And then you start going through things and you maintain your prayer life and your meditation life through it all. And then all of a sudden on the end of it, the window opens. You get an opportunity that you would have never thought that you had opportunities that you never uh, uh, imagined. But then all of a sudden the bow breaks. It's important, family. It's important to my brethren, to my men um, to develop some type of connection with the divine source. And just like in your intimate relationship without the expectation of reciprocity, but uh, it builds stamina, it builds character. Um, it, it also builds discipline. These are all things that is going to benefit you. We're always looking for things as men, whether it be getting up and going to work every day on a consistent basis, staying a little bit longer to create discipline within ourselves, uh, doing things that we don't want to do when it comes to the house, uh, uh, doing things that we don't quote unquote feel like doing, but we know that it has to be done. When it comes to the gym, when it comes to working out, when it comes to whatever the case may be, we talk about discipline when it comes to the physical aspect of life. But when it comes to the emotional and the spiritual aspect of life, fellas, are you creating discipline in those areas of your life? But like I said, moving forward, we're going to um, not just speak about relationship topics, but we're going to extend the conversation to things that men deal with, men go through, whether it be economic, whether it be uh, spiritual, whether it be mental. Y'all know me, you know, uh, when it comes to anybody, I encourage take care of your mental health. And sometimes it may not be easy to do within the home. And that's fine. That is OK. Just get it. You're not less of a man because you need you know, you need help in certain areas of your life and you go and seek help to better yourself. You're not less than a man. If anything, you are a greater man for it. Acknowledging that you need help and then seeking the help that you need. You're a greater man for it. Like I said, family, I've had to get some things in my life in order. This is why I took pause. And when I came back, I wanted to deal with things that men go through. Things that men deal with. And I get it. A lot of people don't care. A lot of people won't care. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But you surround yourself with men who want to see you succeed. Or not just trying to take from you. And I even encourage you, if you got a woman in your life who don't care and all she wants to do is take from you, find another woman. But if she does, both of y'all take care of each other. And ladies, if, if you got a man who is fighting for his life, for the relationship, figure out where you fit in that process and fight with him. It's not going to always look 
how you want it to look. You're not going to always feel how you want to feel. It's not what relationships are for. That's not what relationships is about. Today's relationships, we all we we want to be, uh, um, we want to feel good all the time. That's not what relationships is for. Relationships is for the bettering of yourself, and in the process of it, you receive what you need. But relationships is just not for taking, taking, taking. Because as much as you take, do you put in equally, if not more, into that relationship? Can you even meet your own expectations? Do you meet your own standards? But family, you know, until the next time, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been another another episode of Mr. Candy Podcast. And until next week, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Deuces.